Well, once again, Florida has lost its damn mind. And I'm not talking about the don't say gay bill. I'm not talking about the bill that uh, outlaws all discussion of, of menstrual cycles before the sixth grade. No, I'm talking about this, this Florida principal of a charter school who was forced to resign after sixth graders saw a picture of Michelangelo's David. You know the one. It's the, it's the naked man, man statue. Um, sixth graders were shown a picture of that statue as part of an art history lesson because it's one of the most famous pieces of art of all time. And there was such an uproar from a select group of parents calling this statue pornography that the school board was pressured uh, was pressured to pressure um, this principal into resigning. And I, I, I mean, Florida is wild. Florida is wild. And I, I, I don't know if it's the salt water down there. I don't know if it's the water from the Everglades. But there are all these crazy things being done in the name of protecting the children. I, I mean, I, I don't know what these parents were expecting. Maybe they're expecting uh, a, a Ninja Turtle. Oh, the, the, this isn't uh, a naked fellow. This ain't one of the Ninja Turtles. This is pornography. I'm going to complain. But Florida is slowly losing its damn mind. And the kids are... <laughs> the, the kids are... are uh, what's the opposite of benefiting? from? Uh, the kids are suffering. Not to be all Sally Struthers, save the children... But this is just one in a long line of, uh, of, of heavy-handed things that have happened in the name of protecting the children. Now, now number one, uh, I think that if your child is of middle school age and they are learning art history, or even if they take a field trip to the art museum, I think you're going to have to assume that they're going to see some type of sculpted nudity or painted nudity. Often, um, you know, the nudity of the sculpture, it might have certain body parts, but no arms. I, I don't quite understand that. You can definitely probably see where the sculptor's priorities lie. But this is a classic work of art. So much so that the mayor of Florence, Italy, tweeted out an invite for the parents at this charter school to, to, to come to Italy and see the uh, Michelangelo's David in person. I mean, you, you just think about it. And I don't know if they, they, they watch too much Newsmax. I don't know if they listen to too much Alex Jones. But literally everything is a threat to, to, to parents down in Florida. Don't say gay bill aside, which I'm not going to get into because I don't want to get off the topic. Uh, but let's just say my official position on that is that they uh, legislated against a problem that didn't exist um, to make sure that people with alternate lifestyles, um, their existence um, is not to be acknowledged in schools. I mean, look, no, no, no one is for kids learning sex education before third grade. I think that that is very much established. However, what happened is Florida lawmakers did not want kids to even know gay people exist in uh, in schools down in Florida. So they made up this problem 
so that anytime somebody would speak out against this bill, he could just throw it in their face and undercut their their argument. Hey, you know what? I think uh, this don't say gay bill thing kind of goes a little far. Uh, I think kids should be uh, allowed to answer, uh, to ask questions and have them answered in a sensitive, um, age-appropriate way. And then, of course, uh, oh, look, you pervert, you're, you're all four kids learning uh, uh, sex education before the, the, uh, the third grade. Well, number one, nobody's four kids learning sex education before third grade. And number two, it's not even something that's happening. The legislature literally made up a problem that did not exist to push through their backwards agenda. If the, uh, if the bill was literally just to make sure that kids didn't learn sex ed before third grade, I'd be all for it. I mean, heck, I think uh, we didn't even learn about puberty till like fifth grade. Uh, the boys went into one classroom and watched one video. The girls went into another uh, classroom to watch another video. We were allowed to ask questions, and then uh, it was never to be spoken of again. And then this, th- this other bill, which I don't know if it's going to pass or not. It's Florida, so who knows. Um, a... Republican lawmaker down in Florida has introduced legislation to make it illegal to um, talk about girls' periods before, like, the, the fifth grade, I think. Maybe even later. And, uh, and, and he was asked, okay, it, it, this makes it illegal for teachers to teach about it. Does it make it illegal for girls to talk about it amongst themselves? And his question was, yes, that is nuts. I mean, I don't even see how you can spin that argument into being um, a benefit to children or keeping them safe. If anything, it's going to, it's going to damage. It's going to be damaging to these poor young girls who are having this terrifying, albeit, very normal experience for the first time. And if it, God forbid, it happens at school and the teacher can't say anything about it. They can't go up to a trusted teacher and say, hey, this is happening. And then send them to the school nurse or whatever and and take care of this terrible problem. I mean, what are they going to do? React like like Carrie's mom did? Oh, Senator, they're all going to laugh at you. Now that one, I'm not sure if that's going to, to pass, but I, I just don't understand what's going on in Florida. Are they drinking the Everglades water down there? It, it's just very odd. But uh, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. The mayor of Florence uh, tweeted out an invite to these parents uh, to come see the original Michelangelo. Um, and, and here's the bottom line. You know, in Florida, you can legislate curriculum in public schools. I guess this one's not technically public. Well, I guess the the line between charter schools and uh, private public schools is kind kind of blurred. But um, you can legislate curriculum because the schools are controlled by the government and that falls under their purview. But you can't legislate free speech or what people are talking about, especially the students among themselves, especially this bill where, where, where people aren't allowed to talk about periods uh, before a certain grade level. I mean, what are you going to do? You, you, you're going to arrest kids for talking about it amongst themselves? Who exactly are you protecting here other than 
male students and teachers who might be kind of uh, skeeved out by period talk because they haven't evolved past the age of 12 or 15. Very odd. Very, very odd. Okay, well, it is Tuesday. I'm sorry, not Tuesday. Monday the 23rd. Uh, about it's six days after Donald Trump originally said that he was going to be arrested and indicted for allegedly falsifying documents to cover up an alleged $130,000 hush money payment to Stormy Daniels, who he allegedly had an affair a decade before he ran for president. That, uh, that, that, that paragraph always leaves me out of breath. Um, of course, um, the Manhattan District's Attorney's Office has been very quiet about it. Of, of course, you know, they're not going to comment on a um, pending investigation one way or another. Congressional Republicans have tried to um, request documents from his office to investigate the investigation. But uh, that might be a moot point because... Um, just uh, last weekend, the weekend before, uh, Donald Trump posted on his true social that he was going to get arrested the next Tuesday, which in this point in time would have been last Tuesday, and asking his followers to protest, protest, protest. Well, this past Saturday, one week after that, that original uh, true social post, uh, Donald Trump sat on a plane after his rally in Waco that he thinks... Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has already dropped the case against him. So no need to protest, uh, no need to do any of this stuff, no need for a congressional investigation, because uh, for some reason Donald Trump knows about charges uh, pressed against him and charges dropped against him before anyone else. And uh, so it looks like he's not going to be arrested for this. Um, And... You know, I, I wonder, obviously, we, we have talked about how Donald Trump very well could have just been playing this up um, for poll numbers. He could have uh, very much been playing this up for fundraising. But I wonder if he, he saw, after his calls for protests in all caps, if he saw the muted response that he got and feeling like he's seeing the writing on the wall about his chokehold on the Republican Party um, slipping. Now, to be fair, he hasn't been arrested or indicted yet. So protests could still happen. But I believe it was Monday or Tuesday of last week, the day before and the day of um, his alleged uh, indictment that never happened, um, there were only a few um, scattered protesters outside the criminal courthouse in Manhattan. Now, there was a bomb threat called in, so you can't minimize that. But the crowd showing up to protest was, 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 was very small, much smaller than a lot of people um, who heard Shades of January 6th um, in that Truth Social post feared. So I wonder if this declaration of the charges being dropped against Donald Trump is uh, is him saying things uh, did not come to pass the way that he had hoped when it came to protests and 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 a bump up in support, and he just 
kind of made this this comment to declare victory, saying, oh, yeah, uh, it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen uh, be, because uh, I won and my legal team uh, and the American people uh, know what's right. And uh, eventually this crooked DA uh, decided not to try to mess with, with MAGA Nation. So we'll see. I, I mean, it's still uh, everyone is still on indictment watch. Everyone is still on indictment watch. Um, so we may not, uh, th- this thing might not be over. And even if Donald Trump walks on these charges, um, he still has the Mar-a-Lago search, um, which attorney-client privilege was ordered to be broken uh, to turn over the documents. Um, Donald Trump's uh, executive privilege has been denied in the January 6th investigation. So Mark Meadows and a whole bunch of other high-ranking Trump officials are going to be forced to testify in that investigation as well. And oh, by the way, he still has <laughs> he he still has that special grand jury uh, down in Atlanta suggesting indictments for his role in trying to overturn the Georgia election. So. This, I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this alleged hush money payment and the alleged cover-up of it is pretty much a speeding ticket. All right, so I thought Elon Musk had already um, ordered his employees back to the office, both at Twitter and at Tesla. But this weekend, Elon Musk sent an email at 2.30 in the morning to all of his employees saying that the office is not optional and that they need to come back to the office or find a new place to sell paper or to code Twitter or, or whatever. Um, and I thought Don, I, I thought, I'm sorry. Oof, I'm getting, <laughs> ooh, I'm getting my, uh, I, I, I'm getting my uh, lightning rods mixed up here. I thought Elon Musk had already ordered both of his employees back. And I don't understand, unless it's mission critical for people to be back in the office, all these corporate and management types insisting people return. I remember back during the pandemic, there was a time where it seemed like people were were doing just fine working from home. In fact, they were much more productive. They got more done in less amount of time. And uh, for those that didn't mind the social isolation or preferred the social isolation, they were thriving. It was better, excuse me, for their mental health. It was better for their work-life balance. And I think what what happens is there are some management type. There's 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 a couple different management types. The main ones are the ones who trust their employees to just get the just make sure you get the job done. Get your work done. Doesn't matter if you're in a, if you're sitting there in an office for forty hours during a week. Just get it done. Then there's other ones who take attendance, who preach quote unquote culture. Uh, even though to me, I think uh, office culture was a coping mechanism. If you're forced to be in an office uh, for forty hours every week of your life, um, then you're making the most of it. But if people had the choice of staying home or going to an office, they're going to stay home. And and and, and culture is something that I honestly think man, it, it only management misses. All right, if you if you love your coworkers enough, you're going to get 
you're going to get together with them outside of work. You don't need you don't need this culture. You don't need this this water cooler talk. And to force employees back to an office, I think just I think it reflects poorly on a manager uh, because they a can't manage if they're not allowed to babysit their employees, and b they probably there's probably some that are on a power trip that feel like uh, they don't wield as much power when people are spread out amongst their homes instead of consolidating in one building. And uh, by the way, I, I mean, sending <laughs> sending emails out at 2.30, I mean, that just comes across as unhinged. I mean, it sounds like he was rage mailing from the toilet or, or something. Um, I mean, if why is it so important to send out an email 2.30 a.m. on the weekend Telling people they have to come back to the office. Did he get frustrated that he put this edict out back in November and it's now March and people are telling him to go go pound sand because they're working just fine from home? How much power does he have? I mean, he has laid off or had a large um, chunk of his workforce resign. And so eventually, he's not going to have enough people to to wield this um, bend to my will or you'll be fired uh, power around. And uh, it's also surprising that a guy like Elon Musk, who essentially was revolutionary in the auto industry for getting rid of, of, of clunky buildings and infrastructure and selling his cars without dealerships. Um, there were like uh, there were like stores they can go into um, to get information about Teslas, and then you could test drive a couple Teslas they had on site. But a lot of those were in shopping malls or shopping plazas. He completely bypasses the um, the dealership model, and now all of a sudden he's four brick and mortar i don't know like i said this guy this guy who seems to have bought twitter out of spite on a whim tried to back out and then was forced to go through with the deal anyway um it it just sounds it, it just sounds like he's unhinged erratic and can't make up